Scott and Todd, September seventeenth, twenty twenty. Peaking the level, blowing out all the levels, not giving up. Um, oh, coming to you on a. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Before yeah, yeah. I start, I actually okay, listened sure. to some of our last show. Did you now? Last time. Why uh, was that? Uh, I don't know. I was in the car with my daughter. And uh, she said, what did you guys talk about on the pod last night, Dad? <laughs> no, no, I think it did come up, though. I don't remember why. For some reason, we were talking about something. And I was like, oh, I talked to your Uncle Scott about that. And then we listened to some of it. Yeah. But I don't think – I don't remember why we listened to it. But uh, all I thought was my word, microphone did not sound very good. But. Yeah, that's generally the case. And it might sound word worse of advice because I'm – It probably will. Recording from hey, don't, my phone. Don't let the cat out of the bag. We'll talk about that momentarily. Um, yeah, word of advice for everyone, including Todd, co-host of the Bro Pod with Scott and Todd. Don't play this show for your under ten years old daughter. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. It was, well, I was the, asking, but the, the, yeah, it was, it was the elder. <laughs> She's nine. Okay, but uh, I right, mean, fair enough. I there wasn't. We didn't talk about anything that. Super was it the pool chat there, there that was she was salty asking about? language, I'm sure, but... 100% uh, there was salty language. way worse from her mother, so I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. I know that to be true. I've seen it with my own eyes, but that doesn't make it right, is my point. Um, so, yeah, Thursday night, September 17th, 2020 Thursday. here. Thursday. Heater up 2 0. Let's not look at the playoffs. Wild card? I can't remember now. I don't remember. I didn't go back and listen. I think you had the Heat. I'm going to give you credit. I think you had the Heat. I had the Raptors. So I'm out. I also obviously had the Lakers. I think you had the Clippers. So you're out in the West. So we're kind of drawing even here. Um, We both have a chance to get one of our two contenders into the finales. Um, But anyway, we'll we'll talk about basketball later in the show. I wanted to start. With an update on your situation. Now, as you mentioned, um, you listened to the show for the first time ever. I didn't listen, sorry, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I listened to like 15 I know. minutes. So. No, I know that. I know that. I know that for a fact. Clearly, you're not going to commit 80 minutes of your time <laughs> to listening to your own voice. I'm surprised you made it 15 minutes, honestly. was this? You said that was in the car? Yes, I was taking her somewhere. I feel like the phonics of a podcast in a car, which I rarely have the opportunity to listen to, they sound a lot better. So... I think if you're ever going to listen to the show, you better do it in the car because that's going to be the best the best spot the to do it. Phonics? <clears throat> yes. I don't, I don't think that's the word you want to use. All right, the phonetics. No, I think the audio. I think the audio <laughs> sounds better if you're listening in a car, just because the of the speakers. Waveforms. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the MIDI files. The um, audio <clears throat> quality is better in the car. So let's. Okay. Let's get an update. There is a gnat in this office, and if I don't kill it, it's going to drive me fucking crazy. So I'm going to blow on the mic here for a second. How dare Probably you. didn't kill it. Those gnats. Anyway, um, so let's get an update. What have you been doing? You've been you've been free of your nine to five for a week now, eight days, something like that. A week. So what's been happening? Give us the update. What's your day to day life like? Have you um, had any success in your job search? What's what's haps? What's the haps? I've applied to. A lot of jobs, eh, maybe not a lot. I've applied to about eight to ten jobs. Okay, it's one a day. It's good. Uh, I mean, it hasn't been one a day, but yes. I understand. Six uh, in one day and two in the other days. Been uh, networking. 
Our uh, severance package Ooh. included career counseling, so I signed up for that today. I am not optimistic about it, to be honest. Like, they, you submit your – they have people that talk to you, but – excuse me. I don't have my cough button this week, so you may hear me burp or cough. Or Here we go. Love it. Love but, it. Um, they ask you to submit your resume, and then they have their resume professionals read through it. And I'm like, I don't know. In in the design world, like your resume means nothing. Is is important as a record of like that you have been employed, but like it's all about your portfolio. So I was like, of course, you can probably make my resume better, and I'm sure you can make my LinkedIn profile better, which might get me some eyeballs, but. That's not going to get me the job. I mean, I think what? most places even, like your resume is just kind of like. Gets you in the door. It's almost like to, to fool the bots into getting you an interview or whatever. If it's sure. like a large. It's a minimum company. qualification. It's a minimum yeah. qualification deterrent. That's you all know, it is. If you don't have the minimum qualification. Have you worked the 10, 40, 8, whatever number of years that you say you have worked at said job. 10, 48. That's a long time. No, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, I'm, I, I'm interested to see what they have to say, I guess. So, I don't know. I, but, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching it the wrong way. I'm like, they're going to tell me to do this stuff and it's going to be bullshit, but I'm sure it'll be good. So I don't know. Part of me is like super negative about it. And part of me is trying to be optimistic about it. So it's interesting. I'm looking at your LinkedIn now because you mentioned it and I, I'm, I'm, I'm linked with you or whatever the term is, but I don't think I've ever looked at this. If I'm being honest, We're connected it's got out. your work. Ex- it's got your work experience going all the way back to 2001, probably a bit excessive. It's got your education. It's got some, a couple of endorsements on, on various skills that you have and, and it shows your interest all, all design related, all work related. I don't, I, I don't understand what more people can do on sites like LinkedIn, like, you have to put nudes up. Like, what is it? What are you going to well, do that's going to draw more attention to your profile? I think it's all about like the headline and like people like craft a little story. Like, I'm a change agent in the future of blah blah blah. Yeah, they you bullshit. Know, like all that they bullshit. Catchy. That's the thing that I'm like. If they want to change that stuff, I'm going to be like, this is fucking ridiculous to me. But yeah, um, sure, maybe it helps. I don't know. Okay, let's also let's, every yeah. recruiter that I've ever worked with, and they're all wonderful. Uh, they never, yes. never pay any attention to like resume. Like they're like, send me your work. And I send it to them. They're like, this is great. Uh, without doubt if the work's terrible or awesome, I think they're like, this looks, you know, this looks great. Of course. They're uh, optimistic. Yeah. And then they're like, so are you like, the job is piloting a submarine. Are you good with that? And I'm like, what, what in my work experience? Like, obviously You're like made up thing. Of course. Um, makes you think that I'm at all qualified for this position you're giving me that's right. sort of related to what I do, <clears throat> summary not being a real one. But like, I don't know. I <laughs> I get frustrated with those people because I'm like, I know you're probably handling like a ton, know, hundreds of people. But yeah. like if you could spend like five to 10 minutes, you'd see like this is not even close to what I do or. So for the record, first of all, I'm almost positive it's, you captain a submarine, you don't pilot it, but that's neither here nor there. Let us, <laughs> let me read, let me read the about on your LinkedIn. Okay. Because oh, I agree God. with you and what you're saying. Yes, they can, they can 
spruce this up a little bit. Here it is. It's it's less than one full line, the width of your standard LinkedIn page. It simply says, creative director and designer creating retail exp- retail experiences to engage and inspire. I mean, it's a good eight-second quip about what you do, but I agree. There are probably things that you could include to, you know, kind of spice it up a little bit. You're not You're not catching anyone's eye with that. Does it describe what you do and have done for the past 10, 20 years? Probably. But is it much more than that? I don't think it is. What are you looking at? Because all I can see is your fucking fingers right in front of the screen. <laughs> so I'm trying to see something. what the proper word for uh, driving a submarine is. I, I think it is piloting a submarine. I don't know. I'm going to go with captain as the verb. Captaining a submarine. Now, that, no one fucking says that, though. Do you? Do you yeah, you, sure you do. You don't drive it. And the person in charge of it is a captain. Oh, this person with 16 upvotes and whatever this thing is, uh, 16 mm-hmm. being the highest number, suggested a pilot. There's a person on YouTube? Submarine. That's from where, where did, Beyond the Teal. Beyond the Teal, okay. <clears throat> All right, so stackexchange.com. Super reliable uh, the, source has confirmed <laughs> that it is, in fact, piloting. Uh, someone else suggested drive or control. Okay. I don't know. Driving the submarine does not – that doesn't work for me. By the way, fun fact that you might not know, Captain Submarine is a Canadian sub-sandwich chain Ooh. that's been around since 1972. So just saying. So, well, just as a quick aside – do we? What's your What's your favorite sub place? That's oh a chain. God damn! No, hang God. on. What's that? We're, we just passed the ten minute mark. Straight into food chat. Like could not hold back anymore. I give a slight opening, and Todd just dives in mouth first. What is my favorite sub sub chain? So, God, I feel like we've talked about this probably multiple times in this we pod. We probably have. You're talking Wait, about. There's a book. You're talking about. Calm the fuck down yeah. for a second. There's a book okay. called How to Pilot a Submarine, the Second World War Manual, a fascinating okay. in, insight into the life of a submariner. Or a Any jargon perhaps. older than 50 years, submariner for sure. Any jargon over 50 years old doesn't count. So if it's World War II, that ship has no, sailed. I mean, this book intended. came out in 2014. So piloting a submarine, Point Todd, boom. Sub, what's your favorite uh, hoogie restaurant? Hoogie. So if the options are essentially Subway, Quiznos, Jersey Mike's, Firehouse Subs, uh, what am I missing? What's, isn't there like a fire? Wait, you said that one. Firehouse? I literally just said that. Yeah. Uh, oh, Feeling Freaky? What's that one called? Um, shit. Oh, uh, J- uh, J- uh, Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. Jimmy, Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. Right. Yeah. So oh, we'll use those that, six. Uh, there's like yeah. Potbelly. Oh, Potbelly Deli is also good. You don't have to get a sub there, though. But fair yeah. enough. We can include Potbelly. It's fine. They're not going to make my top three. Although I do like Potbelly Deli. They're a sandwicher. Um, I think I'd have to go with Firehouse. There's a Firehouse about a mile from here. And if it I wasn't think, for COVID, I'd go there every weekend. Like wholly based on proximity or primarily based on proximity 
Um, I don't think so. Like for example, Not entirely. Like if if one was like super shitty, yeah, I think it would still sink to the bottom. But if like, no pun intended. I <laughs> I think uh, like uh, when my first job in Portland, I worked at an architecture firm. And it was a neighborhood, and there were like basically five or six restaurants that we ate at every week. There was Architropolis, Philad- Philadelphia's, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a taco place which I can't remember the name of. Taco, actually, Benita? two two taco places. One that was really good, and one that wasn't so good. Okay, as um, happens. I'm trying to think. There was like a couple. Oh, there was there's like a sports bar called the Skybox, and like so the. Like the sub play, or it was a cheesesteak place called Hoogie Philadelphia's place. that we called Phillies. Yeah. Became one of my favorite restaurants in Portland. And I think mm. they make good subs. Their bread is delicious. Bro, it's um, all about the bread. Come on. That's but, a given. Everybody but, uh, does that. I think one of the, and actually the, uh, the taco place, the good taco place became one of my favorites too because I locked in on something that I really liked and I ate it all the time and I never got tired of it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that was like the like their veggie burrito. I was like, it's perfect. I put some tapatio on there, and it's just like the perfect mix mm. of ingredients, and it became yeah. my favorite burrito. And I don't know if it's because it was the best or because I just sort of like acclimated my taste buds to it. But see, here here's here's the counterpoint to that point point counterpoint here on uh, bro, I was kind of done. The oh, as you know, because I good sorry. Because I, yeah, Crossfire. Because I've talked about it many, many times on this show and just in life. Back when I was going to the office every day or every week, there's a subway in my building, like yeah. literally in the same structure that I worked in. And so every Thursday, like 50 times a year, I would go to Subway. However, I acknowledge that Subway subs compared to some of those other places are definitely inferior. I yeah. know that. It was just convenient and cheap. And it was a nice break from the peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I would normally bring. So every Thursday I went to Subway and that's just kind of, I mean, I wonder if there's like a threshold, like if it's, if, if there's a scale of one to 10 or one to a hundred where like if a restaurant's above 55 or 60 on the one to a hundred scale and you eat it all the time, mm-hmm. does it get bumped up to like an 85 versus like a Subway's maybe at like a 45. So right. it doesn't matter how many times you eat it. It's never going to be like top three. I don't know. That's just a theory yeah, I, that I'm playing out in that's my mind. That's ridiculous. And no way to but, prove or disprove it. So. No, there isn't. Um, it's definitely fact. I, I would never dare to dream to put a 100-point scale on fucking sandwich shops and where they rank. But, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, the reality is sometimes, again, even since COVID, we've been to Subway. You know, the, the wife and I have been to Subway a couple of times just because sometimes I just oh, kind of want a Subway sandwich. wife to Subway? Uh, you know, date night. I like to splurge. <laughs> No, it's just like we decide. You alternate between McDonald's and Subway. <clears throat> no, I would not. No, I don't eat McDonald's. McDonald's breakfast is fine. She likes McDonald's. I do not. Um, but no, it's just like sometimes you just – that's just kind of what you're in the mood for. And and it's funny. I thought about this and sorry to momentarily steer us away from food chat. But I feel like the biggest <laughs> arguments or disagreements that she and I ever get in – and it's never really an argument because we're normally having these conversations while hungry. So we eventually will reach the decision – but it's just the conversation of what do you want to eat? Like Saturday for lunch, you know, what do you want? There's, I mean, technically there's, you know, three dozen options, but we have our, our favorites that we kind of cycle through. 
So there's maybe a half dozen that we have to choose from. But even within those half dozen, it's like we cannot. Wait, there's only three dozen options of food to eat. I mean, within reason that we would get like for for a quick gotcha. pickup on a Saturday. Um, but basically, as meat eaters, both of us, it's like, do we want burgers? Do we want tacos? Do we want chicken? Do we want a sandwich? That's about pizza. it. Like those are the choices. We wouldn't get pizza midday. We get pizza for dinner. Okay. We had pizza for dinner tonight, but we wouldn't we wouldn't go pizza midday. Yeah. That's pretty rare. I, I'd I'd vote for both, but sure. <clears throat> of course you would. Um, well, no, trust me. <laughs> That's kind of become a new Sunday night thing. If we don't have anything else, like I go to the grocery store most Sunday nights and I'll pick up a, a California Dream and makes a barbecue chicken pizza. Primo, top shelf. It's their it's their signature. It's their signature flavor. dish. That's right. Highly recommended. Um, but in any event, so that's we we did that for like six Sundays in a row. That's kind of become our Sunday night thing. But um, but yeah, so it's it, it's weird. Those are that becomes our biggest issue. Do you with children? Is that an issue for you guys, or does Anne not put up with that shit? She's just like fine, and she decides something. Uh, well, the biggest issue in our house is that no one ever wants to eat the same thing. Mm, My younger that. daughter would eat pasta. I don't know how many meals are there in a week. Twenty-one. She, All the time. You know, three squares a day or whatever. It's a, she it's would a eat podcast. You can't pasta sit there for at silently. least eighteen yes. of those. Um, okay. And pasta to her is noodles with butter and Parmesan cheese. And you've seen her. She sure. puts like a shit ton of Parmesan cheese on it. Yeah, I've seen her with the pizza. Yes. <clears throat> um. So she only wants that, but like. Your other daughter we wants usually, nothing. We'll usually suggest something. There'll be some dissent, and then we just ignore and either <laughs> ram it through or whatever. Right. Occasionally, we can be swayed, but. But like, do you have, you know, within five six miles of the house, do you have a, a rotation of, like I said, five ten places that you go pretty. I mean, frequently? we definitely did. Now that like since COVID, we've probably yeah. limited it to more like. I don't know, maybe four, four or five. There's like a, it's a really good place called Ekibin in Baltimore, which does um, steamed buns, like Chinese buns. Now they're buns. Mm-hmm. Typically buns are like maybe the size of your fist. Smaller. Uh, or smaller, but these are like softball sized, but they slice oh, wow. them in half and they, they have different sandwiches. So they have a tofu version. Their sort of baseline yeah. one is called the Neighborhood Bird, which is fried chicken. Did we have it with us? I can't remember. I don't. Th- it's just, this doesn't sound familiar, so I don't think so. No. Well, they opened a. They had. It used to only be downtown. Now they have one that's sort of in the middle of town, which is closer to us. Okay. Um. So, my wife and I will get that, and then the girls will typically get Chick Fil A because they'll eat Chick Fil A anytime, even though they Default. don't eat that much yeah. chicken. They it's mostly for French fries. Um. <laughs> I respect so, it. So, Icky Ben Chick-fil-A, then, like, pizza, and uh, we haven't done a ton of other takeout, because a lot of the takeout that my wife and I would like to get is more like Thai food or Indian, and the girls are always Stuff they would about eat. that shit, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've definitely reduced the number. Like, I feel like we used to, I mean, around here we go to a lot more chain restaurants, but Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like for, I think well, I don't remember why we went there. Like maybe it was for my daughter's birthday. She wanted, or recently she wanted Red, Red Robin, Robin, which is yeah, not in that. my top top ten. But 
I went there and we picked up food and there were a ton of people eating in the restaurant. I was like, what? Like, or sitting, like wearing masks in the lobby to like sit down and be seated at the restaurant. I'm sure they have like every other spaced out seating. Why, why the fuck would you eat at red Robin right now? Is this really where you like want to catch COVID is red Robin worth that to you? It just seemed weird to me. I mean, I've, since this all started, I've been, I've, I've eaten in at a restaurant I can probably count on one hand, but like I met a coworker last month and we, we ate in, this was downtown on 60th street and it was, it was well-spaced, you know, like every other booth and yeah, you had to wear a mask until you sat down and had either your drink or your food served to you. Um, all the servers wearing masks, the, the hostess or whatever. So, I mean, I didn't feel any, I don't know. I, I felt as safe there as I do at the grocery store when I'm two feet from someone yeah, in I guess a that's small true. aisle I don't know. By, like, you know. I, I keep saying like being in a confined space makes me nervous, but I, I guess you're right. I go to the grocery store. I go to the hardware yeah. store. Yeah. It's all indoors. I, I guess like I still would not <clears> go to a movie theater like that. I feels... wouldn't either. And unless, and I actually had this thought, unless a movie had been out for like four or five weeks and you knew there was going to be 10 people in there. I mean, honestly, I think you could probably go to any movie right now. Like, you could probably go see Tenet, and I don't think there'd be that crowded. I mean, uh, probably true. It made twenty million, which is a decent opening. But I also know that the first week that those that movie started kind of sh- being shown again, there was, um, I think it was AMC, maybe it was Regal. One of the theaters like had throwback prices, and tickets were fifteen cents. And so I'm like, if you want to fucking have a Wow. Massive people on your hands. That's what you do. It's basically a free movie. I assume they were just trying to, you know, just to get people back into the theaters and make a couple bucks on concessions. But 15 cents. I think that was only for like a day or maybe one weekend. And now they've gone back up to $15 or whatever it is. But it was. Yeah, 15 cents. That that would tempt me, I guess. Just because I'm such a. I I considered it myself. Yeah. The deal part of that. I'm like. I just didn't know what movies would be out. I didn't. And I didn't take the time to research it. But that, that was. Yeah, it was an intriguing deal. Um. But yeah, I think, you know, I think a lot of that stuff, the restaurant stuff, mm-hmm. getting back to that is as safe as, as it's going to be. I mean, you know, for now at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry. So what are your top three stuff? <laughs> I was, I was going to leave that one open and I have, I was like, I have no fucking idea what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> so no, I, I would put firehouse subs first, mostly okay. because of the bread. You're right. That's the key to a good sub. It has they have excellent bread at Firehouse. Um, probably Jersey Mike's is second. Less so for the bread, but more for everything else. Like their their meats, you know, they cut them right in front of you, um, and you know they have fresh, obviously fresh vegetables and other toppings and things of that sort. And then just because I can't possibly make a, a sub list, a top three without including Subway, I, I guess I'd put Subway third, just mm-hmm. because I know the menu. I don't even have to look. I know exactly what I get. I like I had it memorized. I know exactly what to say. I know all the questions. Sure, I can anticipate sure. it. So yeah, it's well, it's like my second home. Yeah, I, I mean I have that familiarity familiarity with Subway as well, but I don't know who would How make about my you? top three. So Jersey Mike's would be my number one, just for the that that I feel like that's a place that I've just eaten a lot since I've been here because there's one close. Sure, it's, it's really weird. For all the like sort of small hoagie sub places there are in Pennsylvania, there's not that many, or at least in near Maryland. where we live. That is odd. In Maryland. 
Yeah. Like you think there'd be like Go a, north a, little be bit. a big sort of cultural thing. It's very odd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Jersey Mike's cause they, yeah, I, I think the bread's decent, but they put like a shit ton of like oil and Yeah. They put a lot. Hits the spot. They weigh it down. And I, I get it. Mike's way plus pickles and sometimes red hots, which are like the cherry peppers. Is that mood dependent? So yeah, once when it strikes me, <laughs> I just, it's interesting to me. People like I like I would never put peppers on any sandwich. We actually had a yellow pepper cut up on our pizza tonight just because it adds a little dash of flavor. But I would never ever put any level of pepper on a sandwich. I know a lot of people that would put pepper in their fucking cereal, but people like you, who kind of do it sometimes and kind of don't do it sometimes, it just it blows my mind. Like I don't I don't well, I can't even fathom it. Those peppers aren't really spicy; they're more tangy. It's kind of like they have okay. banana peppers there too, and cherry peppers are, sure. are similar in flavor. I don't really I okay. I haven't eaten them side by side to really tell what the difference is, but right, right, it's like a relish kind of thing, but it's oh, not okay. sweet at all. It's it's more so vinegary. It's salty. Yeah, vinegary. Yeah, sorry, that's the right term. Um, okay, so I put them number one. So I'd J. Mike's probably gotcha. eat. I've probably eaten Firehouse like once or twice. I just, I've never mm. lived in a place that I, I mean, there may be one around here. I don't, it's just not a place that I'm familiar with. So I, I can't put yeah. that in my top three. They had one at Clemson. That's where I was introduced to it. Not when I was there, but when Jamie was there and I would travel there on the weekends. Um, and then once we moved here, like I said, now there's one less than a mile away. There was one like two or three miles away, but just good. Just really good. And Maybe I don't know how popular it is in Baltimore. I know how popular it was in Portland, but one of the big draws is even three, four years ago they had the freestyle machine. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I'm not sure what I want to eat today on a Saturday afternoon, but I want some. But I do want you know, to mix some drinks. I want some cherry Sprite Zero or whatever the fuck I would. I don't know, whatever Mellow Yellow. That's what it was. Cherry I, Mellow Yellow Zero. I don't know how I feel about the freestyle machine. <clears throat> like I always get weird shit there, like different flavored. Uh, mellow yellow and stuff. Sure. But I feel like the syrups, I think I've talked about this before, aren't like, the flavors are a little off. Oh, they are. They are. But you can make the right mix. I think you introduced me to the mellow yellow zero with either either cherry or orange, you know, zest. And I really yeah, that, I, I really I took to it. The cherry. Or sometimes they have like this weird like citrus one that's like. Sure. Um, what's it called? That's like a antifreeze green color. Like it is a completely unnatural color, and I'll get that sometimes. <laughs> just for like the freak aspect of it. Is already a weird color, and this is just like an even weirder green layered yeah. into that. Of and course. I will do that. A little bit of that, a little bit of the cherry, maybe a little orange if I'm feeling. feeling yeah. So freaky. it's not it's not our fault you're doing suicides every time. Like just fucking pick a <laughs> pick a regular beverage, put a little flavor in it, and just roll with it. Well, but when I get the freestyle, I'm going to probably have <clears throat> two or three servings per visit. Okay, Caligula, but you don't need to do that is my point. Like, <laughs> so, But what I'm saying is – Pull I, it back I'm a few. Like, I'll probably get Mountain Dew Zero every time, but the, okay. the sub-flavor will probably change with each refill. Okay. And I think uh, I'm either overwhelming my taste buds or like yeah. just just blowing them out. While I get and and what I'm saying day. is get the main beverage with one sub-flavor, but don't include – a second and a third and a fourth sub yeah, flavor within the drink. I've just done it occasionally because okay. I'm like, ooh, I don't know what mellow yellow peach tastes like or right. mellow yellow grape tastes like. Sure. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I mean, you probably don't want to know. Out if it's really yeah, bad, but you don't want to know. Yeah. 
so yeah, I'd put Jersey Mike's at the top, and then I'd probably I'd like um, Jimmy John's. All right. I don't know. I don't have like a a tight <laughs> second and third. So why did you bring this up? No, the the, the bread at Jimmy John's. Here, here's my only. The bread at Jimmy John's is weak. It's weak. It's so weak. They have good cookies there, though. Oh, my God. We're talking about the fucking sandwiches. That's why you brought this up. We're not talking about the cookies or the employees. I'm talking about the sandwich. It's a larger experience. Oh, God. All right, fair. Um, Um, I I hate to put Subway on the list because I really don't think Subway's that good, but it does hit a spot, doesn't it? What was the other place we mentioned? Blimpy's uh, Quiz- garbage. Oh, I like Quiznos. I'll put Quiznos, Quiznos third. Actually, I put Quiznos second. I'll move Jimmy John's to third. Okay, I I only don't didn't include Quiznos because I just have not been there in a very long time. I don't even know where oh, one is. You know what? I actually would bump up to rivaling Substation first. Two. Huh? Substation, Substation Two. No, that place is not that good. I know. Uh, good. Schlotzky's. I fucking. Oh shit! I haven't thought about really Schlotzky's. Sub sandwich, but yeah, I was about to say we're 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 treading on dangerous ground here. If you open it up to just general sandwiches, all right, I'm gonna include Groucho's. I'm gonna include uh, a bunch of other just straight sandwich places. I'm I'm talking sub. You're, there's also a place here. Speaking of uh, Huggies, there's a place here called Phillies, which a couple weeks ago we got cheesesteaks from. Fucking delicious, man, cheesesteaks. <laughs> Something else. They just hit a spot. So you, do you still get the uh, pizza steak? Like, you get pizza, pizza steak, steak or yeah, something? The pizza steak. Love marinara. the pizza steak. So good. Love the pizza steak. The best. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna sneak in a Schlotzky's just because I okay. love it and I feel like it's gone Shalom. out of business for the most part. It probably is. like six of them left. Yeah, um, Schlotzky's was definitely good. But uh, Quiznos, I I like the toasted. Mm-mm, toasty. I feel like that was their – I mean, clearly that was their marketing campaign for a while. And then Subway just kind of snuck in and was like, eh, fuck oh. you. We're going to toast shit too. Well, and then I mean, they've been that, doing that yeah. ever since. So it's like the one thing so funny that, that made like, Quiznos stand out amongst the others. Subs they no longer have. Thing. I think we're talking about no, That's other. what I'm saying. This was like – I know. I just realized that because you froze for a second. No, but that's what I'm saying. This was 10, 12 years ago. Subway was like, nah, screw you. We're going to do that too. And they took away their competitive advantage just instantaneously by yeah, also offering subs or also offering toasting. Schlotzky's does still exist. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say Groucho's, though? You've been to Groucho's in Columbia, right? Yeah, it's fine. I don't, I, there's oh. nothing like hits me with that. I'm telling you, man, that sauce. I forget what it's called. It's a number, like 1349 sauce or some shit like that. I don't know. Um it's good. It's like a Thousand Island dressing, essentially, but it's uh, it's very tasty. And now I'm looking it up. I'm trying to see and where Schlotzky's are. I can't imagine there's popping. too many left. Oh, Formula 45, that's what they call it at uh, Groucho's. Good stuff. If you're in wherever they are. Actually, I'm going to look at locations since we're taking this time. Da, da, da. <clears throat> South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. Those are the only places with uh, Groucho's. There's a lot in South Carolina, though. It's good. Good to see. Anyway, but none anywhere near either one of us, so I don't know why we're wasting our time. So where are the Schlotzkys? That's what you're oh, looking up? There's one, on the uh, there's one in Charlotte, North Carolina, or Gastonia, although it says closed. I don't know if that means closed for COVID or what. Here's another place I was going to mention when you opened up the can of worms to sandwiches. Sure, I don't know if you guys it. have any around you, but McAllister's, 
Do you have McAllister's? No. Eh, I'm kind of iffy on that, too. What? Get the fuck out of here. McAllister's good. Why do you like McAllister's so much? There was one here. There was one a couple miles from here, and it went out of business. There's one in Denver? I didn't realize it was a chain. Yeah. It is. But it went out of business. Oh, speaking of which, since we're probably going to stick on food talk for another 45 minutes, um, (laughs) opening up in, I guess, about 45 days, early November, about two miles from my home in Aurora, Colorado, an In-N-Out Burger. Very excited about that. Nice. Very excited. They're actually opening up two locations in the greater Denver area. One is way south of here, and then one is just up the road. I think they opened a few in Portland after we moved. They're definitely expanding. Uh, I, you know, I had, I had it a couple of times in LA when I was there for work. I mean, obviously the veggie burger is basically mm-hmm. just their burger with no patty. Um, of course, it was, it was. I mean, it was fine. I don't. I'm not the core demo when I'm not eating meat, but no, I mean, everyone I says so. that the reason it's good is because the freshness of the ingredients, which is why they didn't think you could really export it outside of California, but I guess they figured mm-hmm. out how to yeah, send, it'll a, be, it'll be send interesting. a bun somewhere other than. <clears throat> it'll, it'll be interesting to see how much, at least for this household, how much business it takes away from like five guys. Cause like our go-to burger place is five guys, hmm. but once In-N-Out is here, it's going to be like, well, what are we in the mood for? And they're very I different. Like, I feel like but... In-N-Out's cheaper than Five Guys, but I could. Oh, it's definitely out. cheaper. Yeah, Five Guys, God. It's like every quarter they jack up the price 50 cents. <laughs> they're like, oh, you wanted a burger? That's going to be uh, $25. You're like, what the fuck? Seriously. Last week it was 20 We We got that oh, at some point in the last couple of weeks. We got two burgers, bacon cheeseburgers, but junior bacon cheeseburgers. <clears throat> and hey, are you the junior or is the cheeseburger the cheeseburger and a medium whatever a medium fry that we split and it was like $25 we didn't even get drinks because yeah. I was just That's picking fine. it up to go whoa really no drinks Jesus because I was picking it up to go we had drinks here no no I, <clears> I'm not saying you should have gotten them I'm saying that's crazy expensive oh yeah I know not have yeah exactly I think the adding bacon is like a dollar twenty-five now, or adding. I don't know. It's just it's super pricey, but it's so fucking good. They got me. They got me good, man. I can't I can't separate myself. I feel like they've they've their fries are like three or four dollars now too. Yeah, based on what I just said, they'd have to be. The burgers are like nine twenty-five, nine fifty a pop. Fries are Crazy. four bucks, four fifty, and then tax. It's nuts. Nuts, I tell you. Uh, anyway, did you get all the answers you wanted from the sandwich thing? What are you looking up now? You can't I'm be doing the show the this menu, The menu costs of five guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're handcrafted, Scott. That's why they're so expensive. <clears throat> I don't know if they'll five have guys. the menu costs online. Very popular in the Baltimore region because it started in I bet. D.C. In D.C. Yeah, it sure did. I've been to the original five guys in D.C. They're mm, very proud of their location. Everyone, everyone listening. If you've made it this far, so, you, you care. <laughs> Do you get do you get a, a little burger or do you get a little the not junior sorry size? little yeah what's that little Dragon. bacon cheeseburger yeah I was drinking a little bacon cheeseburger is what I get do they have prices um, lay on not seeing they just have the nutritional facts which is not helpful. oh god no one wants to read that sixteen hundred calories 
No, bur- a little cheeseburger says is 600 calories. That's still a lot. I mean, that's, that's with nothing lot. on it, basically. Right. Yeah, exactly. You put your mayonnaise. That's the other actually, bad part about. I don't put mayonnaise, but yeah. I, I've I've realized that mayonnaise on a burger, I think, is like a Northwest thing. Because every place in the Northwest does it, and every place on the East Coast, or <clears throat> my limited four yes. and a half years living here, uh, it's like ketchup and mustard. And some pla- like uh, Red Robin will put mayonnaise on it, but they're they started in Seattle, so that makes sense. I mean, obviously, some places yeah. put mayonnaise on their burgers, but like every place in the Northwest does, and it's, I think it's a regional thing. I mean, I hate mayo, so I'm the wrong person to talk about this, but you can tell because a lot of places, if you ask for mayo, this is, again, back in the days when we were dining in, some places would put it on there for you. Some places would bring it out in a tiny little cup. Those are the places that clearly are not used to putting mayonnaise on a burger because they don't know how to do it. They're like, we can put some in this little tiny cup for you and you can distribute as you'd like. But again, mayo's devil's cum, as I like to call it. Mayo's gross. Gross. Personal don't opinion. Don't call it that. <laughs> I'm just, Jesus. Don't don't play this part in the car. Um, I'm just telling you, it's it's disgusting. <laughs> I hate mayo. What is mayo? It's just like oil and semen. I don't I don't even know. <laughs> what are the ingredients? Eggs. Oh, oil and egg. I mean, that's gross. That's disgusting. No, it's not. It's delicious. I don't like eggs, and I have no big thoughts. Yeah, on you oil. don't like eggs. Yeah, that's a big problem. Earl, you like Earl. I mean, I like Earl if I don't know, if I don't know it's in something, which I will often know. But anyway, um, all right, so let's. All right, so topic two. No, we didn't. Fin- we didn't. We didn't really start topic one. We were, I was asking you what you're doing. <laughs> you got off on LinkedIn, and then you out of the blue said, "What's your favorite favorite sandwich shop?" You had one <laughs> no, no, of the three was, to list yourself. Connected in some way. Anyway, so what have you been aside from looking applying for eight different jobs? What have you been doing with your your free time? It looks like you've been taking walks with at least your younger daughter. I guess your schooling isn't all day. Taking the younger daughter to the park. She has her first full day of kindergarten tomorrow. Uh, We got news today that they may be starting back in person in November, which would be great because she's had like she had a half day or not a half day. She had like two meetings today. Okay. Video meetings. Uh, my older daughter's in yeah. video meetings basically all day, but um, and she like can pay attention for like 15 minutes and then just starts like <laughs> she she had her computer on with a camera. She was sitting under the desk just like like twiddling her thumb. Like she just gets so fucking bored. Like she's yeah. not engaged at all. Like sure, the I teacher is like reading a book and she's just like, yeah, I don't give a shit about this because like. Watching somebody read a book on a screen, and they, you know, they, they have a uh, Chromebooks, but yeah, it's like a 13-inch screen, and so it's cut down to like 60% of that. So it's basically like watching a you're just iPad listening to a podcast or something. It's yeah, it's not it's not great. Yeah. So now, if 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 they are going, if the kindergartner is going back in November, is that true for both of them? Uh, only one of them is in kindergarten. Is that true for both of them that they'll yeah, be going they're back? They're going to start with the uh, pre-K, K, and I think that's it. Okay. 
And I think they may start, well, I know they wanted to prioritize the younger kids because it is harder to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes uh, sense. Like the younger, great, like the older you get, the more self-sufficient you are. So sure. trying to get the younger kids in first, um, establish some sort of like record of success. And I think they will keep like adding, uh, grits. you know, adding to that. So, okay. She, she's first on the list. <clears throat> Well, that's and, good. Uh, yeah. So we're we're excited about that. <laughs> and she also they uh <clears throat> they added a like pre-K and kindergarten soccer thing similar. I'm not going to be coaching it, but so we signed her up for that. So she will be starting soccer next week. And out of the house like, activity. We got we got 75 spots. You got to sign up by the end of the week. They basically send it on Sunday and they're like closing the registration tomorrow, I think or something. That's good. Activity. <clears throat> but yes, we've been uh, we've gone to the park a few times. Um, both of the girls like Wednesday is sort of a, a a conference day, if you will. Like they, the teachers will meet with small groups, and it's mostly uh, asynchronous learning. Which, if you're a parent, you know what that means. That means I am not a not parent. live instruction. Okay. Uh, for some reason, they all the schools have introduced this terminology of synchronous and asynchronous learning, and just started saying it like everyone knew what the fuck that means, <laughs> and no one knew what that meant. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but Wednesdays is Wednesdays are primarily asynchronous learning or okay. non-live instruction. They do have some small groups, so uh, we went to the park on Wednesday because it, it's it's a time to sort of catch up, do some of your assignments and that kind of stuff. But like. Sure. My younger daughter hadn't started, and my older daughter, it's whatever, the second week, so there, she doesn't have, like, a ton of stuff piled up that she had to get done. Right. Um, so, yeah, we were able to go to the park and hang out and do stuff. And, it like, excuse me, the weather has been very uh, fallish, so it's, oh, it's nice outside. Pleasant. Love good fall. Yeah, there. like in the low 70s, not super humid. Nice. I mean, to me, it's, like, perfect. Yeah. Anyone who's like, oh, I really like the hot weather. First of all, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Actually, I don't mind the heat. It's the humidity. I know it's a stupid joke yeah. that people say, but seriously, I hate is. humidity. And I live in like the worst fucking place for that. Not the worst, but the whole East Coast, I think, is a shithole. Yeah, the whole East Coast is very humid. But uh, um, like I have some, some – one of my former coworkers is like, man, I love, I love it when it gets hot. Give me 95 degrees. He's like, I just want to move to Florida. I'm like, what the fuck? Is oh my god, you? no, you don't. Like, Who would why? say that? Why would you want that? Like, it's... just you just walk outside and you're sweating all the time. Yeah, it's, it's like I love it. Get a good sweat going. I'm like, fucking weirdo. Just buy a sauna. I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind sweating, but I don't want to just like step outside the door and. Just no, the, it's it, the best way to say it is I only want to sweat when. I'm, I'm ready to sweat. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sweat just by exactly walking out my front door. And going 60 feet to my car, which I'm certain for also, you and probably I, for me. I hate happen. that, like, where you uh, going in and out of buildings and it's like, you know, yeah, just it's like, you. Oh, it feels so good yeah, inside. Sucks. And then you go outside and you're like, oh. Like, yeah. I hate that. No, I know. I can yeah, relate. The, the relative humidity of the indoor and outdoor, it's better if it's closer. If it's at more of an equilibrium than just Hard to straight do. up, like, <laughs> zero to zero to a hundred hard so anyway, to do sometimes the humidity has been low because it's sort of fallish 
Gotcha. So it's been nice to be outside. Like we, it's been cool. It's been like down to the forties at night, which I know is not cool. For wow. Colorado, but it. Pretty, I mean, that, that's cooler chilly. than it's been here. It's, I mean, for a couple of days there, especially around the, the day that it snowed a week and a half ago, um, we certainly got down that low. But for a couple of nights, it was in the forties. But it's definitely in the fifties and maybe even the sixties here recently, as a low, which is not great. But I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure in a week or two we'll be. We'll skip right past fall, which sucks, and go right to the 60s and high 50s for the highs, and then the lows will be in the 30s and everything will die. Wait, is that not fall 60s? That sounds perfect. What are you talking about? I like it. I like it, but I'm saying it's not fall weather. And then, like, in the 30s for the low, that's not fall weather. That's winter weather, where we come from, is what I'm saying. What was the temperature when you got married? It was around that, wasn't it? Like 60s? Yeah. When the sun was out, it probably even dipped down in the high 50s by the time it was all said and done. By the time the ceremony was over, yeah. And that was only a when, year ago. When did you get married? September 30th. So it's two weeks from today. Say it again. September 30th. Oh, so one year anniversary coming up. Yep. Felicitaciones. Already got the gift. I know it's paper. She got you a gift? No, I got a gift for her. <laughs> what is the What is the one year anniversary gift? It's paper. As you know, okay. I would assume you know. Yeah, it's been a long time, but of course I know that. I, I <laughs> honestly have no idea if or what I got Anne for our first anniversary. If? Come on, man. Don't say if. I pr- I'm not. A, I'm not a good gift giver. Yeah, I know. I probably did <laughs> then. I was younger and. Yeah, thoughtful, cared. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I've I've purchased the gift. I, had, I hadn't been uh, beaten down by years of my wife being disappointed in my gifts. So. Years of marriage. I'm still, still trying. No, no I, I, I'm, I want to get her th- something that she likes, but she never ever likes anything I get her. So. Yeah, I know. I've had the same, uh, same track record. With I mean, honestly, gifts. this year getting the uh, Sky Dancer was the probably the greatest gift I've ever gotten her. Hang on, the what now? I rented a, a sky dancer. Oh, sky, okay. I, yeah, I wasn't thinking of being called <laughs> they're, that. They're yeah, called yeah. Sky dancers. And it said happy twentieth uh, or whatever. She was very, very excited about that. Yeah. No, that was worth every penny. Not sure what you paid, but I'm sure it was <laughs> worth every penny. Um, I rented it for two days. Did you really? Because uh, <clears throat> well, yeah. See, the place closed at like, I don't know. 30 or something mm-hmm. and the girls were in camp at the time and so i rented it the day before so i picked it up at like 2 30 and i was gonna have it um the goal was i'm trying to remember why this didn't work <laughs> i was gonna have it i was gonna have it like on in the morning when she woke up because yeah it, if you remember my video you could see it basically it's right out the kitchen window floor window right yep. outside the see this guy waving around out there yeah um but oh, I think it was raining in the morning, so I couldn't set oh. it up because I had attached some some papers like, to uh, it. some paper to it that said happy anniversary. Yeah. And I didn't want that to be soaked because I sort of defeated the purpose. It turned out that didn't matter. But anyway, I um, think it said happy 20th, not happy anniversary. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter what it actually yeah. said. The point was. I'm just saying. Recognizing our, our wedding yes, anniversary. Yes, of course. So uh, the girls were in camp, so – they had camp, but I couldn't set it up until after they left. And she's like, 
my wife was like, the girls really love to see this. So I was like, well, I'll just run it for another day because I would have had to take it back before they got out of camp. Gotcha. I had to return it by like 2.30, so I just ran it another day. And yeah, you got to let them day. see it, of course. We actually we had some uh, – I posted on Instagram, and some of my daughter's friends were like, can we come by and see the Sky Dancer? I'm oh like, sure. God. So they came by that night and uh, checked it out. Was it? Did you just leave it running the whole time? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I know that's what it's meant I mean, to do. I just didn't know it's if It's basically you a giant – Cared. It's basically a giant fan on the ground, and then it's a big nylon tube. Yeah. Just yep. sways in the wind as you might, or as openings, yeah. exhaust of that fan. Yeah, it's probably I don't know, eighteen or twenty-four inches in diameter across the bottom, and probably twenty feet high. It was, it's up there. It's tall. Oh yeah, it's twenty feet tall. I was gonna, so I tried to buy one on Amazon. I actually did buy one because it was like fifty bucks, and I was like, well, this it's wow. like thirty bucks a day to rent it, but. I did not read the fine print. It, the $50 thing is just the, the nylon, the nylon tube. Of course it's not going to come with a fan so. <laughs> moron. Come on. Uh, well, I was like 50 bucks of the fan. I can do that. Yeah, no, that's um, way too much. But yeah, too little. I think if you get the, if you get the fan, it's like 200 bucks or yeah. something. Fan be pricey. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I can really justify like 250 on this thing. But I'm, I don't really have a ton of uses for no. other than it's just fun to watch it is <laughs> we'll probably lose its its uh, appeal after a while though i would imagine that's put it away just for like three our years neighbors just, uh, the, it is the fan is loud as shit on i can imagine as you might imagine oh my god i can god. imagine if our neighbors heard that so low, it wasn't running like, all night drone all the time <laughs> saw that thing like dancing around our yard they'd be like these are the weirdest people i've ever met <laughs> they probably think that anyway but yeah i understand yeah, um, yeah, that's a fair point. Okay, well, good. Glad to know. I I, I didn't know that uh, the twentieth was was wind or air. I didn't know that was the. Uh, it's not. I don't. Appropriate. It was, it's like. Oh, okay. I think it's it's like dishes or something. But I was that's like, stupid. A lot of that stuff is like. I know it's just pointless. it's it's like Hallmark. It's just to get you done. I mean, spend the, money fir- the first like. I think whatever the one is, the diamond is that like fifty or something. Like I think that makes sense, but like. Sure. 20th being uh it's either porcelain or dishes it's like that's stupid i I mean my wife would be like why the fuck did you spend money on this right and you say because the thing told me to and she'd say you're an idiot i was like because i could get a plate with my face on it and i thought you would love to have that there you go eat off every day stick a knife and fork into underneath your broccoli cutting up meat yeah (laughs) cutting up steak on that plate be a good uh, good way to do that. Um, okay, this is related. Topic two. Okay. Uh, you can see it on the topic list if you have it open. Midnight, not midnight. I don't have it open. It's fine. You don't have to. Midnight peeing. We've talked about this before. Getting up in the middle of the night, having to pee. I wanted to get. It's 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 been happening the past couple of nights. I'll, I'll go like weeks, maybe even months, where I don't get up in the middle of the night at all. And then I seem to get on this streak where for three, four, five nights in a row, I have to get up and pee. And my question is, because we've talked about this before, we talked about leaving the seat down and straddling. I am 100% on board with that. I do that even with the light on. Like, I don't care. It is a little more comfortable and easier. Uh, oh, you've done the Lee pee? The facing the tank? Yes. I like it. Oh, nice. I'm a fan. <laughs> and with the boxers, you just kind of hike the boxers up a little bit. <clears throat> you know, pull your Johnson out and you just sit there and pee. And then... <laughs> 
you're done and off you go. Um, so my question is, in terms of getting up oh, in the middle God. of the night and using the bathroom, we both drink a lot of soda, but I'm certain you drink more than I do. So I'm wondering how often that happens for you, that you have to get up in the middle of the night. You have to get up in the middle of the night? To go tinky tink. Uh, I don't know. Every night, some night, I don't, it, it doesn't bother me. I, I'm such a heavy sleeper. I just get up, pee, and then go back to bed. It doesn't, I, I don't care. Oh, I know. I recall <clears throat> when you nearly pissed on me when I was nine years old or whatever, <laughs> and you were sleepwalking. Um, so it's not, so it, you don't even know if it's a common occurrence, or you feel that it is relatively common. No, I mean, twenty uh, percent of the time. Midnight. It's it's probably more like 3 a.m., but I know that's not your point. Um, no, not at all. Mid-night, not midnight. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd say probably three nights a week. Every other night, maybe. I don't okay. know. Okay, that's fair. Is it? It ha- depends. Yeah. It depends on if I if I've had a, consumed a lot of liquids before I go to bed. Obviously, that makes a difference. So if I drink a glass, we'll say 16 ounces of water and or soda mm-hmm. um say i don't know pre or post 10 o'clock or post 9 30 i'm probably gonna wake up in the middle of the night to pee so you will tonight because you've been drinking because. your glass and it's almost 11 o'clock well, what time is it it's 10 45 uh yeah maybe i mean i might be able to just <laughs> flush that out before I could have power through it. Yeah. Flush it out. Well, that's the thing. Like I I think with everyone, the last thing you do aside from, you know, brushing your teeth and whatever, last thing you do before you go to sleep is you, you pee, you go to the bathroom yet still sometimes, you know, by hour four or five, as opposed to by hour six or seven, I'm like, I got to piss and and I get up. But I also think it has, has something to do with, am I woken up by something else? Because if anything else wakes me up at three, three 34 o'clock, I'm going to wake up and realize I have to pee and yeah, I can't yeah, go back to sure. sleep if, if I have to pee at all. If something has awoken me at 3 a.m., I'd be like, well, I might as well get up and pee because I'm awake. Again, yeah. I can fall back right. to sleep pretty instantly anyway, but if you get that little tug, if you will, down, down in the bowels, <laughs> you might as well just release release the floodgates and <laughs> go back to bed. If you get that little tug down in the bowels, all right, <laughs> fair enough. If you need, if you need the captain, your submarine down to the the bathroom. Uh, no, one step too far. Should have, should have stuck with what you had there. Um, <laughs> all right, interesting. I, I just is now. I guess the other question I was going to ask, since you are a couple years older than me, is Wait, this something so that has gotten you, worse you with feel time? Feel like you're peeing more. Uh, Say that again. I don't think so. Do you okay. feel like you're peeing more? Just again, it just. I feel like this year versus five years ago. It happens marginally more than it used to. Once, once you hit forty, it's like I gotta pee every. I don't know. That's that's what I, I, I get, that's really what I'm asking here. That's the gist of my question. Uh, I I haven't noticed that. I feel like I have always consumed beverages right up until <laughs> the time I fall asleep. So I, I've had to pee a lot in the middle of the night. Uh, I, it's not. It's like the worst thing to me is uh, if you go camping. Mm-hmm. And you got to put on shoes. You know, and maybe, maybe dips down to like forty degrees at night or colder. Sure. Man, if you wake up at three a.m. and you're like, 
fuck, I gotta pee. Yeah, that's the worst. And you're nice. You're in your sleeping bag and you're really warm. You're like, I do not want to get out of bed because once you get out of bed, stand out there in the woods and go to the bathroom, you cannot warm up after that for like an yeah. hour and a half. I you're freezing. Like it takes forever. And therefore, you can't go back to sleep either. So. Yeah, yeah. So you're just yeah. miserable. That's. I mean, the same thing happens like if it's that sim- similar temperature range when I wake up in the morning. I'm just like, fuck, I don't want to get out of bed because I know I'm going right. to be freezing my ass off yeah. before I make the campfire or whatever or after, until – I don't know. That's, this is yeah, news to me. How frequently are you going camping me. during the winter in the past 25 years? I mean, oh, we, okay. we would do it in Oregon and like it would dip down to like, again, cooler nights there. So it sure. would dip down. And maybe it was only in the 40s or 50s, but it felt fucking freezing. Yeah. Especially when you're all snuggled up in your sleeping bag and you get up and you're just like, yeah, I get oh, it. shit. Because it's not, it's not like you're putting on a bunch of clothes. You're basically just. Stepping on, into yeah, your shoes, maybe a jacket, whatever you were in yeah, a sleeping bag. Of course. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the. Uh, and again, when you're getting back into the tent, it's not like you're going from outside into your house, which is a warm. You're basically, you know, ambient air is the yeah, same. From cold to maybe slightly not as cold, but only slightly. <laughs> yeah. Then you get in the sleeping bag and maybe you warm up. Again, it it just takes a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. For your body heat to fill out that mummy bag. That whatever. is the price you pay for going camping in the wintertime or the fall or the spring <laughs> or whenever it is non-summer, I suppose. Um, okay. I just want to have a conversation about that because it's, you know, it's starting to happen more frequently. Uh, I'm unsure why. So it's not weird. I think it's part of life. I assume. I don't know. Weird. That's why I'm asking. All right. Um, speaking of putting pressure on your prostate, so I want to give a recap because I talked a couple weeks about this and then I never actually told you how it went or we, we didn't talk about it. And that was the the Mount Evans climb that I, I mentioned on this very pod a few weeks ago. So not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I did in fact make it to the peak of Mount Evans. I posted on Facebook, got a bunch of pictures, got several videos up there. If you want to check it out, I guess I could post I it on the pro podcast. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and it was, uh, it was, it was very cool. As I mentioned, I wanted to do it last year. I didn't make it, didn't quite make it up because the road was blocked. But this year, the road actually was also blocked to traffic, but the gate was open to the very top, and so I was able to make it all the way. And it was, um, it was pretty awesome. Perfect weather, nice sunny day. It wasn't, I mean, it was chilly. It was like in the 50s up at the top, which is like the and here down here in Denver, it was like 97 that day. It was on the 50s in the 50s at 14,000 feet, which was very refreshing. But um, yeah, you know, the as I as I said in my Facebook post, the struggle is real to get to the top, but then basically freewheeling your way back down to the bottom, back to my car, is just the most fun you can have. As soon as I got back later that day, I was already looking like, what other mountains can I climb on my bike? Pikes Peak is an option. There's one near Georgetown, Colorado. Uh, I forget the name of the mountain, but it's it's like a 13,000 footer. So I'm already planning to do that maybe next spring after the the snow melts or even early summer to be safer but um if you have the opportunity not you because i know you will not the you listening out there if you have the opportunity to climb a mountain on your bike uh do it it's worth it it's fun and again the freewheeling descent is worth every minute so check it out at your local mountain do it um what are you looking up there uh, pricing of software. Oh, okay. That's relevant. What software are you buying? Hey, 
hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to preempt my own question. <laughs> I'm going to preempt my own question. Let's get back to, to you, the first topic, which we barely really talked about. We went in the food chat for 35 minutes. Your, your life without a job. One thing that did not make sense to me is obviously sure. you had to turn in your 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 work computer. That, yeah. that makes sense to me. And you essentially told me then, as it related to the podcast, because that was going to have an impact, you would then for you would therefore then not have a computer. You clearly have a computer, unless you're typing on an iPad or something. Like what is your uh, what is I'm your using computer my situation? Chromebook. You are using her Chromebooks. You don't have your own computer. How is that possible? Well, I had a computer that I used to record the podcast on, an iMac. Okay. But basically, the uh, hard drive malfunction. Right. I spent the last two days trying to like erase it. Well, I copied all the stuff off of it. Okay. Uh, I was able to do that. Um, to the cloud? So I was like, what's that? To the cloud? Put all the stuff in the cloud? No, copied it onto a portable hard drive. So okay. <clears throat> some deep nerd talk. You can, uh, if your Mac fails, you can connect it to another Mac and use it through target mode, which essentially makes it a an external hard drive. So sure. You can copy stuff off of that computer okay. onto something else. So I, I copied follow. it off of that computer to actually my work computer and then onto an external hard drive. Intermediate um, step. Fair enough. Well, I tried to go straight from that to the external hard drive, but it kept like crapping out because it because too of the many, Mac. yeah for whatever I don't know why I did it anyway. Sure. So today it wouldn't let me reformat it, and I was like looking up all these ways. So they there's sort of command line prompt in Mac is called terminal, mm -hmm. and there's like some I looked up code to like basically force erase it, and I did that and erased it, but then I tried to reinstall the OS. And it's basically like your hard drive's fucked. I can't. I can't put this on here. Really? Um, That's so the computer is ten years old. Like I think it's from 2010. That would be the ten years old. Yeah. Um, I so I can buy a new hard drive for it and sort of make it functional. But my wife's like, "Do you really want to spend money to put a new hard drive in a ten-year-old computer? Why don't we just buy a new computer?" So at some point. I will buy a new computer probably, but I mean, there is also okay. the thing like if I get a job, I'll probably get a computer through that. So I don't really want to spend money on a computer if I don't have to. Sure. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm holding right now. Okay. We have, we have two Chromebooks for our daughters and my wife has a work laptop. So, and obviously you can do a lot of stuff on your phone. You can't do, I can't do like design work. Obviously on my phone, I obviously can't really do it on a Chromebook. And that's what blew my mind. I, that's what, that's, that's what was confusing to me. And my wife and I had this conversation. I, well, I mean like, so everything, like all the software now is subscription based for the most part. Right. So like, sure. if I like, like create like Adobe creative cloud, which you think of traditionally as like Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. If, it's a sub subscription base and you can do it yearly or monthly. I don't, I don't really know. Cause I'm like my work provided that. So if I'm, if I get a job where they provide that, it's kind of useless for me to have to buy it yourself, my own subscription to it, unless I'm doing a ton of like personal work. But like, if you have a design job, your free time to do that stuff is usually not a ton unless you're just like an yeah. animal that like has to be designing 24 hours a day. Animals. Um, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you're just like super driven to do your own personal stuff, which if you are great, hundred percent applaud that. But I like, I had a laptop at my old job and I could bring it home and work. Obviously I recorded the pod on it. You could, I could do stuff on that. Sure. The software doesn't turn off when you leave the office. Right. Of course um, not. So I could do it at home. So if that's going to be provided to me by somebody else, like the other computer is just basically I'm going to sit there until <laughs> I decide that I don't want to use my work computer. I mean, I, d- I guess I guess my point is I don't do enough stuff okay. on my own that's not work related. I mean, right now I do because I don't have a job, but right. Um, so it's kind of a weird situation. I mean, you know, the girls' Chromebooks that they use for school, they do everything on them. They're like two or three hundred bucks. I think both of them we paid a little over two hundred. Like they're yeah. clearly very cheap, but like a des- like if I get a Mac laptop, it's going to be closer to like two thousand bucks. Yeah, so, exactly, exactly. Um, if all I'm doing is surfing the web, or like I can still check, you know, apply to jobs and that kind of stuff through the Chromebook, then I don't really need to have a legit computer until I actually like want to do work. If I if I find a freelance job and they're like, yeah. You know, do you have your own computer? I mean, I can sort of work that into the negotiations of how I'm going to do that, and I'll buy a computer. It's not that big of a deal to set up, but sure. Um, yeah, that's just kind of the situation. I'm in so, right do now. you have that? In, in, a, in a, obviously, in the weekend, it might be different, but that, that's kind of what I was what I was questioning is from eight to five or eight to three, whatever school hours are. Could you swipe one of their Chromebooks? Like, aren't they on them most of the day? Um, well, we have a sort of an extra one or two because they are issued one by the school and then they have oh, their own personal one. Okay. So. I, that's, I didn't get that part. Okay. Gotcha. And obviously um, at 11 o'clock at night, you have access to it, which it is right now. Yeah. So. But and most of the day, if I'm computing, I can do it from my phone. Computing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nerd talk. I mean, I can certain I can certainly email. I, like today, I was for that um, career counseling thing, mm-hmm. uploading my resume. I did it on the Chromebook because it's kind of a pain in the ass to like send files from your phone. Yeah, of course. I mean, if you have it saved a certain way, it's definitely doable, but it's more of a hassle than it is to do it with like a keyboard. Yeah, that makes sense. And a mouse and file system. Sure. Which Chromebook sort of has, but not really. Kind of not. Yeah. Um, speaking of nerd talk, just to transition, have you seen that Netflix, you guys have Netflix, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, you cut the cord. I know if you cut that cord too. There's a series on Netflix called, that's called high score. Have you seen that? I have, I've seen the, the ad for it. Yeah promo for it but i haven't watched it it's really good it's about like old school video yeah it's, games bas- video it's basically games the history of video games like all the way up it stops at like 93 so it's like the history of atari the history of, the, of nintendo it talks about sega and then i watched the final episode today that talked about the introduction of pc games TurboGrafx? like doom turbografx 16 was just mentioned like there was n- oh, 18 seconds nope. spent on turbografx no no deep dive on, on bonk's revenge. revenge no but by the way Speaking of TurboGrafx, you can buy a TurboGrafx-16 on Amazon for like 90 bucks. And I saw that. I know. I was expecting a lower price too, right? I was expecting a lower price too. 
And I saw that. I'm sure you can download an emulator. Yeah, but that beats the purpose. And I was like, I was like, it must come with five games, right? No, no games. 90 bucks for TurboGrafx-16. And then my thought was, did either one of us save those games or were they just thrown in the trash? And I feel like, unfortunately, it was the latter of those two. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing they're thrown in the trash. Yeah, it's a shame. Trash. I mean, I assume the TurboGrafx-16 was as well. Otherwise, I would have been playing it below these many years. I don't think it made the move. You can, you can download a TurboGrafx-16 emulator. Yeah, but can you on a Chromebook? That's the question. Don't try it. It's gonna. Um, don't try it. You're gonna shut down the show somehow. No, I'm just watching the. I'm not gonna do it right no, now. I'm just curious if you can. Now, is there one that just runs like on Flash, like on a website, or do you have to download and run a software for the emulator? Uh, I'm looking. See, and that's the other thing too. And I was thinking about this, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Is the concept of playing a console game on a computer? Like the whole ASDF and the arrow keys and using the mouse. I've never been super comfortable with that. I'm much more comfortable with a, a joystick or a controller in my hand. Thoughts, comments? Agreed. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at downloading yeah, the uh, Graphics 16 emulator. Um, you can definitely download it for free. It looks like it's about 75 megs. 75 meg, that's nothing. I, I assume that comes with all the games. Right. And you can probably get a controller to plug into. Yeah, Android I'm USB. sure they sell I'm those. Sure there's but a controller you can just plug in. I might you do can that also apparently so. buy it through the Wii Virtual Console. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, the last console I have is a PS2, so I don't think it has those you can, capabilities. You can also buy a... An Android version. Ooh. Or I don't know if you buy it. You can download get a, an Android version. All right. It says it has mid-level accuracy, whatever that means. I'll look that up after the show. Anyway, sorry, what what were you asking? I, I was just asking if, if, well, I was asking about the, the controller thing, handling on the PC. But the point of me bringing that up is it's it's worth watching. It's a good watch. And it actually, the I think the penultimate episode talked a lot about Sonic and it made it it prompted me to download a Sonic, like someone had put the Sonic game on on the cell phone, and uh, it doesn't play very well though, because it has like on screen like you turn turn your phone sideways obviously, and has on screen controls, and they just I don't know they don't work very well. But but it was fun playing Sonic. hadn't played that in a long time. Classic game. Love the Sonic. Do you remember when uh, Tim and Travis got the Sega CD? Uh, no, I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. It was terrible. Big flop. They talked about that too. Sega CD. Is that after Genesis or something? Yeah, it was after Genesis, and it literally ran CDs, and it was like part of it was kind of watching a movie, and it was like, ooh, because it was, you know, it was it was realistic. <laughs> it was, you were literally watching film. This was kind of before DVDs had taken off. I mean, this is like 1990. 91 maybe this is when blockbuster still had videotapes to kind of put it in perspective Hmm. so sega cd was kind of kind of groundbreaking if you will but yeah check it out high score on netflix very entertaining yes so according to this excuse me uh these are some roms so like the game downloads there's a game called 
it says it's for TurboGrafx-16, but they also have uh, like Super Mario on here, which hmm. I don't know if that was ever on TurboGrafx. Definitely was not. There's a game called Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. Love it. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Do you remember we had a Kung Fu game for TurboGrafx-16? Do you remember that? It was horrible. Like the figures were like uh, they took up like 80 percent of the screen. You know, you think of a kung fu game. Oh, the guys, you know, ten percent, fifteen percent of the screen. No, the figures were gigantic. Yeah, I mean, the Jackie Chan's action kung fu looks to be a side scroller. Although it's funny that the screenshots are all the like. This one actually looks more like a one by one, but they're hmm. like the three by four aspect ratio. Is nice, just, just looks weird. Solid. Yeah, those games were. Well, as we later found out, they were sued. Those games were 8-bit, not 16-bit. So, way to go, TurboGrafx. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't like, know that. That was a big controversy. I, I, that's one of the main reasons it died out as a console. Plus, it probably couldn't compete with Nintendo and or Sega. Um, and I think it came out at the wrong time. Yeah. Like, PlayStation was not far behind. And then PlayStation just took off. Yeah, yeah. The, the jump from, like, the Genesis and the TurboGrafx to, like, the... I guess it was like the PlayStation, the original one. I don't yeah. know. I feel like it got – maybe it didn't jump that much, but it certainly felt like it did. I mean, even think about games – I don't know. I kind of lost interest in gaming around yeah, that time. Yeah, of course, so. of course. But think about games like Super Mario Brothers, whether 1, 2, or 3. Like you, you just mentioned it, mm-hmm. and they talked about it. Actually, on today's episode, I watched the side-scrolling. And then you think about Super Nintendo with Mario Kart which was like a virtual world. Like it was essentially 3d. It was not side scrolling anymore. Yeah, like you were, it's true. you were from that person, the POV, you know, um, that was huge. That can put, and then even totally jumping changed. to like 64, like, yeah, the, uh, totally different with link and all that. Where, yeah, yeah. Yeah. More like a 3d sort yes. of environment. Yes. For, the for sure. Games. And again, it's interesting that, that, that <clears> series <throat> on Netflix high score, which I just mentioned again, um, Proud sponsor of tonight's <laughs> real promo. Proud sponsor of tonight's podcast. Again, like I said, they essentially stopped in like '93. Like they didn't talk about PlayStation at all. They talked about Super Nintendo a little bit on today's episode that I watched during lunch, which was the final one of the series. But it 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 really does show the progression up to that point, and then to know where it has come since then is is kind of crazy just to think about it. Um, but it really talked about kind of the. The real innovators of, yeah, of what the did genre. they just drop? PlayStation Five, PS Five. I don't know. I, again, I they just released. Yeah, yeah. PS Five. Okay. I've been out of that game for a long time. The gaming game. I try to play computer games every now and again, but it's just I'm so bad. I tried to play computer. I'm games. so bad at the games. Like these twelve year olds in Sweden are just annihilating me, and so I don't. It's it's not even fun because I'm not even close. I have such yeah, bad you're, skills. You're not an eSport athlete. No, not at all. I mean, I think you can't be over like 16 to be yeah. good at that. I don't know. Like you're, I think you're, you, you age out of the uh, Twitch yes. reactions. Oh, for sure. Here. Yeah, I don't qualify for that at all. 15. Way too yet. old. Way too old. All right. Since we're talking about sports, let's wrap up the show. Quick NBA playoff update. Boston is up 2-0 in the East. Lakers Nuggets tips tomorrow. No, no, no. Game Boston one. Not up two zero of the Western Conference Finals. Huh? What? Boston is down two zero. Oh, sorry. Did I say? Yeah, sorry. Can Miami, Miami is up. I, I misspoke. 
Miami is up 2-0 over Boston. Lakers Nuggets tip tomorrow. Thoughts? Comments? Uh, I mean, I think we – actually, I guess we were talking about Houston Lakers. Last show we would have been. I don't know. I, I'm not super optimistic about the, the Nuggets, but I, they did rally back from 2-3-1 deficits. Yes. Which to me is just like, why don't you guys get your shit together right. a little earlier yeah. if you actually want to win? Do series. whatever like, you did at the end of the down. series, at the beginning of the series, and save yourselves a lot of energy. Yeah, you just you're fucking tired every round because you have to rally back from a three-one. I mean, there could be some like, why don't you? Just, there could be uh, some validity there. Try to win one of the earlier yeah. games. You dipshits, well, it'll make it a lot easier. The Lakers the same so. thing. They keep losing game one and then four in a row. But anyway, not that I'm complaining. Yeah, well, I'm, but, but they win. Four yeah, in a row. Yeah. yeah. And then have like, time to rest. They're not lo- they're not losing game one and then like right. games four, five, and six. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When I uh, when I saw that the Nuggets beat the Clippers, I was happy. Of the two opponents, I definitely would have preferred the Nuggets. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, the Clippers obviously shit the bed, yes. like just totally gave up at the end of that game. So I mean Denver I mean, you're in Denver, yeah. so or the surrounding areas. Denver Metro. Uh, yes. It's probably hard to get a real feel in the streets since you're not really out on those streets. I'm not on those streets, no. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If I feel like I'm a little worried that um, Murray will sort of uh, revert back and not, you know, he's been balling, but he's still young. I, I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons and I didn't realize uh, Jokic is like 24. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, he came over when he was 18, I think. 18 or 19. I mean, he looks like he's 34 easily, but. He does. <laughs> I, when, when he said he was that young, I was like, oh, my God. I did not realize that their core was that young. That's crazy. It's that Serbian life, man. It's rough. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, Jokic is obviously an amazing passer. Just awesome center. Which uh, Typical European big guy, yeah. Can shoot. I think it'll help. The, I think that'll help the Nuggets because – They'll the Lakers will have to play more of Dwight and JaVale, who are not awesome. Not perimeter defenders. Not that no. Jokic is like a great defender. I mean, I think JaVale will still be able to get his bunnies and yeah. like easy dunks and yes. shit, but um they'll have to play those guys to defend, which just means they have fewer like offensive weapons. players to put on the floor. Well, but there's so, been a lot of talk it'll, it'll, about playing Morris. You know, playing the lineup that they ended up playing against the Rockets that obviously worked at the end, playing Morris at that 4-5 position and not starting JaVale McGee and having Morris and Anthony Davis, who are both decent perimeter defenders, definitely better than McGee or Howard. Um, so I think they'll test it in game one and see what works best because... I don't know. I mean, if Morris is guarding Jokic, he's just going to fucking torch him, though. But if they kind of have Davis play more of the five and be there as a backup... Morris is a good perimeter defender, True. you know, so I think that's an option for them. Well, he's he's a perimeter defender. He's better than JaVale McGee on the perimeter is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I guess, I mean, I think obviously LeBron and AD are going to get there. Yeah. So if they get 60, 70 points, like who's getting the rest? KCP, Kuzma. Seems Kuzma. Unlikely. Uh, what's your What's your white boy? Caruso, um, Caruso, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, 
I mean, I look, he doesn't put up the stat sheet. He's he does all the other things. He does the intangibles, and you can't deny that. Is the rest of the team going to show up and do what they need to do to win? Probably not in game one. I feel like LeBron wills an extra. I mean, if if playoff Rondo is legit and love playoff Rondo, he doesn't he doesn't break his uh, Achilles or his hand again or some weird shit that a weird Rondo injury that always his brother doesn't get him in trouble. Did you see that by the way? Did you watch that the highlight of that? You know, do you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Okay. So in yeah. game five, with like four minutes to go, the game was essentially over. Houston was down 20. You I, I, And I watched this game not that long ago. You just see Russell Westbrook, after a free throw, like turn and go towards the other side because there's now family and friends in the Bible in the bubble. And you yeah. can have like 30, 30 family or friends per game attend the game. And they're on the opposite per team. Per team. They're on the opposite. Not per player. No, I did I say per player? Whatever, per team. No, no, I was just clarifying. clarifying. Yes, of course. So they're on the opposite side from where the players are sitting, and they're just fans. They don't ever show them, but they're they're there. They're sitting there on benches. And so somebody, I think LeBron was shooting free throws. He he shoots the first free throw, and then you see Russell Westbrook like turn and start walking towards that sideline. He was like, "Yeah, fuck you, motherfucker." You know, typical Russell Westbrook. Every other words of profanity. Come to find out. Did you hear he said like? Yeah, you better double team. Yes. Oh, they they showed that slow motion. That was very clear. It's like, bro, you're down 26. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Tuck your tail and get the fuck out of here and go home. But anyway, so it turns out it was Rondo's brother talking shit, like going, see you next round or something. I was like, that's fucking beautiful. That's teamwork beyond the team itself. That's the team's family talking shit to Westbrook, who I hate, which is why this has got me so worked up. I can't believe you're – endorsing rondo i'm not i'm not i'm endorsing his brother talking shit to westbrook i'd endorse the, the I pope know, talking Ron, shit to, like, to westbrook rondo's basically the westbrook of the lakers he's oh the no please why would you say that you last week you were complimenting him you were saying how once a game there's rondo? some play that you're like where'd that come from yeah rondo yeah i true he his passes like they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He is. He he does have that vision for the game. Where you're like, holy shit, I make that yeah. pass. Um, I don't know. I feel like you're just talking shit I'm just not, to I'm talk not a shit. Huge Rondo fan. But I, he's. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how legit Rondo is in the next round. He he'll have a guy to guard. I mean, for sure, he and Murray could go heads up. He'll have a he'll one. have a guy to guard. He'll have a legit challenge on defense when yeah, he's in there. Yeah, true. I mean, I don't think Rondo's a great defender. I know he's like always touted as that but i think those days are behind him but he's got you never know yeah. he, he definitely can dig deep when he needs to so we'll see and we might need that in this next round that might be all it, i think all you it will takes. but uh i mean if you don't then i think the series will be over in like four or five if we don't dig dig deep you think the if you if you don't need rondo to oh play oh, oh. Good yeah no stage. it'll be another four to one i agree yeah you're probably right about that and that'd be fine. I'll take a I'll take a good series too. <laughs> You're like I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I don't care. Then we get the. I mean, hell, the East is already two games ahead of us. If this continues, Miami might be sitting for a week before they actually start the yeah. finals. That'll be interesting to see the rest versus rust. If that. Yes. If Miami's sitting for like ten days. For sure. I don't know. I think, like if this series goes to six or yeah. seven, and Miami's done in four or five. But once it goes back to Boston, they get the home court. I think they'll. Uh, They'll pick it up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the issue. That's the problem, as always. Anyway, so so yeah, my picks obviously, uh, my Eastern Conference pick is out the window. Um, I'll I'll roll with you for the Heat taking the East, and then obviously I've been with the Lakers the whole time, so 
we'll see them come through in the West. It sounds like you're reluctantly saying that you probably think the Lakers will win that series as well. So it'll be interesting. I I do, but I would. I mean, I'd love to see a Nuggets, Nuggets Heat Finals. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Like, what are the two not least likely, but like not in your top five picks for? Oh, for sure. <laughs> what the outcome? When the playoffs be? started, no one had that. No one had Heat Nuggets. I mean, I heard some Heat buzz, but. I think everyone was kind of like, oh, this would be cool. It, yeah, happened. they were not like we legitimately think. They, they were selling headlines. They were selling newspapers, which I know is not really a thing anymore. But as they used to say, that's all that was. No one actually believed that. You're correct in, in assuming that to be the case. So anyway, all right. So let's call it a day. We're 85 minutes in. Okay. Um, so again, check out High Score. I'm saying it now for the fifth time on Netflix. Very entertaining. Um <laughs> Scott is a producer of I, I feel like I am at this point. Another sponsor of the show this week was California Pizza Kitchen. We talked about that a long time ago at the beginning of the show during Food Chat, which, CPK. which everyone loves. A little CPK action. Got to love it. Um, so, yeah, September 17th, 2020, another episode of The Bro Pod in the Books. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter, the underscore bro underscore pod. Shoot us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. And listen to us wherever you can find podcasts. And we're trying to get that Spotify deal, the Joe Rogan money. So if you guys can kind of pump that up How much did he in get? social media. $200 million, $250 million, Something like that. It was less than Simmons, I think. But he only has the one show. Like Joe Rogan only has his show, so it kind of made sense. Sure. There's still a shit ton so of money. he gets more. Yeah, he gets more. Show. Exactly. Um, but regardless, <laughs> that's the deal we're looking for. We'll take 10% of that. We are willing to take... 10% hell. 1%, 1% of, of 250 million. That is true. We'll take two and a half mil. Buck 25 for each of us after taxes. Just under a million. That would not let me retire just that. quite yet. But that'd be a nice chunk of change. I'll, if, we, if, we do, if we get that deal, I'll buy a new computer. <laughs> no shit. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Ta- I'll buy a new computer for me and for the person that signs the deal. Ooh. Now we're talking. So a little, in, little incentive. Anybody that is true. Needs a new computer. All you have That's to your finder's fee. 2.5 mil. That's your finder's fee is a new computer with the 900K that Todd is pocketing after taxes. He'll buy you a Chromebook <laughs> for $250. So if that's... No, I'll buy you whatever computer oh, okay, you want. Right. Not whatever. But I mean, a nice computer. In a $3,000. Yeah, plan. under 3K. So 0.03% of the 900K is bringing I love it. All right. I think this is people are people are going to be diving all over each other to make this happen. So again, the Bro Pod Network at Google.com. Let us know what deals you have, who your super agent is, and we'll make that shit work. So, thanks as always for listening, and until next time, everybody. Peace. Peace.